What if there really are no rules? Welcome to the reInvent podcast. You're listening to episode three, and I am your host, Sari Kimball. And this podcast is all about exploring ideas and tools to be able to uncover a more authentic, fulfilled, and fun life. Last weekend, I watched the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and it was a really great movie. It took me a minute, (laughs) I will be honest, to figure out like what is happening, but once you kind of suspend your disbelief and you're just like, okay, let's go with it, it was very cool. I highly recommend it. Obviously, it won a bunch of Oscars, so I'm not the only one who thinks that it was pretty great, and there was this scene and there where um, these, you know, the mother and daughter are like basically experiencing all the possibilities, all the the places in the universe, this multi-universe where they could be all at once, not to give a, it away. But, um, and so at one point in the movie, they are two rocks in this uninhabited planet, right, that doesn't support life, and they're just rocks. And then they're just kind of talking on the screen and words back and forth. And it's actually a really great scene. But they're falling over these rocks and kind of towards the end. And one of them says, there are no rules. And it just inspired me to do a podcast about that subject because I have really started to embrace that. It's like there was an awakening for me a couple of years ago, like mid 40s, where I was like, wait a second, I have been sold (laughs) a bag of sham goods here that I thought that there were these rules made up by some they, right? Their rules, them. And it's really just in the last few years that I've been like, actually, (laughs) I'm figuring out that there are no rules. Now, of course, we have some legal rules and I want to live by a code, a moral code of not physically harming somebody and not, you know, maliciously, intentionally harming anybody or myself. That said, take away those things right, if that's just the foundation, we're like, I don't do things outside of that, then what if, let's just play with it, what if there are no fucking rules? I recently dated a doctor for a little bit, and he was Indian, and he had to follow the very typical kind of uh, script that I know a lot of people Uh, from Asian cultures do, right? He was um, expected by his family from a very young age, probably from birth, to be a doctor. And he really didn't see that there was any other path for him, right? Be a doctor. So you go to school, you get all the grades, you know, you don't do social things, And then you get through med school, you get the really good job, you get married, you have kids, and this is what we do, right? This is is life. And you're just living according to your family rules, society rules, and oftentimes we just don't even question it. 
at all. And all I want us to do is say, is that true? And, you know, he woke up kind of suddenly when his wife, you know, it was an arranged marriage and his wife asked him for a divorce and his whole world really kind of blew up at that point. And he has been on a reinvention of, of in many ways to say, you know, who am I and what do I want to do and be and, um, contribute in this world. And we definitely have those powerful moments, those, you know, trigger moments. I've certainly had multiples of those that shake you up. But even if you're not experiencing that, I hope you'll just give me a little bit of uh, some wiggle room here to explore what if there were no rules? Who makes up the rules anyway? Let's be honest the people in power, the people who have an agenda, a vested interest in things staying the same, make up most of the rules. And they oftentimes get passed down through many generations without questioning them ever. I was raised in a pretty religious household when I was young, and there were very... Um, you know, there were boxes of what women were allowed to do and what you, you know, could and could not become as you got older. You know, women were supposed to have the babies, get married, be a stay-at-home mom, right? There was very few women. I don't know if I knew any, at least when I was growing up, I think it's changing now, that had outside work, right? And that was the model that I grew up with. Now, for better or for worse, I also had this pretty strong internal rebellious thing going on where I was constantly pushing against that. And not just like an F you kind of thing, but questioning why. Why do we do this? Why is it like this? Why can we do this but not that? Like, my hypocrisy antenna was strong, <laughs> even as a kid. And I'm sure I drove people crazy about that. But that for me, I was always felt like I was on the fence where I was like, I don't get it. I'm pushing against that. Um, a little bit of that rebelliousness, but also like I want to fit in. I still have this indoctrined, you know, thoughts about if I just play in the rules, if I do the things that everybody tells me that will make me happy, then I'll be accepted. I will be happy. I'll be loved. And, you know, let's be honest, when you play outside of society rules, the things that you grow up with, it can be ostracizing, isolating, it's unsafe. And I feel like we are in a societal shift over the last couple of decades where things are happening much faster, right? Where we are um, able to get outside of some of those societal rules um, and laws are supporting us. I mean, a year before I was born, this always blows my mind when I think about it, is I, as a woman, 
would not have been able to, it was the year before I was born, so less than 50 years ago, I would not have been able to get a credit card in my name without my husband or my father's signature. Isn't that wild? And we made that much progress, and I know there's more to do in the work of women and BIPOC and sexual orientation, all of it. I know there's more to do, but it's also good to look back and say, wow, look at all these strides that we have made. And the fact that I, as a female entrepreneur, can run a multiple six-figure business from my home office online, you know, bringing in my own money, deciding where I want to invest my money, making big decisions, owning my own home, right? That's pretty amazing given that 50 years ago, I would not have been able to do that. And so I just want to have you kind of start to play with and consider what in your life has been defined by the shoulds, the musts, the have tos. And is there any wiggle room? Is there that voice inside of you that's like, hmm, I really want to do it differently. I really don't like that. It feels out of integrity. It feels out of alignment for me. And yet I've been doing it based on all of these outside expectations and forces and patriarchy and things that we don't even realize are part of our psyche. And I'm not saying you swing hard to the other side. That's what I did in my 20s. But we don't have to do that as adults, right? There are ways that we can create a more authentic and aligned life that we maybe don't do everything by the quote unquote rules. But when you do this, it can get pretty scary. Now, when you just choose to maybe... I don't know, maybe I don't have to make dinner. Maybe I do cereal for dinner. Maybe I, you know, fast or something like that. Like, okay, that's a small thing. You're like, all right, I can get down with that, right? Like, what's for dinner, kids? Cereal, that's what we're doing. Waffles. My favorite Sunday dinner was when my dad was in charge of dinner and we would just have waffles. It was awesome. (laughs) Side note. And... Those may be things. Or I was recently introduced to the rule of like, oh, that's not a rule of you can mix brown and black together in your clothing. And I just always had a rule that you don't do that. Those two colors, like navy and black and brown and black, are not supposed to go together. And one of my friend coaches is a style coach, shout out Judith, And she posed that question on social media or something. And I was like, what? My mind is blown, right? So it could be as simple as that. And you might just have to get over your own self about like, okay, this feels weird. I don't think, I didn't think these colors were supposed to go together, but I'm going to do it anyway. Or when you start to go to the bigger things, you're going to have to say no. You're going to have to say yes to what you want to yourself which ultimately means saying no to others 
and we're so worried about the people-pleasing stuff and being abandoned or alienated or ostracized, unloved by our social group. And there is a way to do it without it completely, you know, splitting you from other people. I mean, that certainly does happen. And it also can mean that you're going to, you know, some people will be offended. Some people might be disappointed. Some people might judge you. And are you willing, like, is your internal authenticity more important than that? And so I want to give you a a very simple example of my own life recently. So Christmas, uh, there's just this last year was coming up and I think it was on, was it on a Saturday or was it on Sunday? I think it was on Sunday, right? So my family is a combined family. And so we're all older and kids and, you know, all the things. So we decided to, we often don't celebrate on the day as a family. And so we decided to actually celebrate on the Friday, the 23rd, uh, together as our family Christmas. And I live about an hour-ish away. And so I was thinking about it ahead of time. And I was like, what do I want to do for Christmas? Like, what's important to me? And, you know, there was that shoulds of like, well, you should spend it with family. I mean, (laughs) it's Christmas, right? I don't have kids. I don't have a spouse. And so oftentimes I go and spend those holidays with my stepmom, which is great. Love her, of course. And I found myself kind of fantasizing, thinking, like having these little moments pop into my head of like, what if I just spent Christmas by myself? Hmm, that's weird. (laughs) Who does that? And because it was on, because we were celebrating on the 23rd on a Friday, I just didn't have a desire. I really did not want to stay a full weekend, right? I, I work. I am a very busy, full life entrepreneur. And the idea of being like out of my space and with a lot of other people, even though I love them, just didn't feel good to me. It didn't feel in alignment. And I was like, what if, right? And if we take this concept of there are no rules, then I was like, okay, well, what would that look like? You know, how would I have to manage that? Who do I need to tell? And what does that bring up for me? And so I decided ahead of time that actually I was going to go up on the 23rd. I was going to spend the night and then come home on Christmas Eve and then have the whole, like make a lovely dinner for myself and have the whole day, all day Sunday, just to me with no agenda, no work, right? Everything would be shut off and just, I can do whatever the fuck I want to that day. And that just sounded luxurious. I don't personally celebrate Christmas and Christmas Eve at church. So this was what I wanted to do. And 
when I thought about doing that, that felt so aligned for me. It felt amazing. Right? I've told my friends this and they're like, like friends who have kids and they're like, oh my gosh, I would give anything for, for something like that. Just time alone for a whole day. I get it. So, but I realized that I was going to have to have a hard conversation, right? And it, it wasn't easy to tell my stepmom that I actually wasn't going to stay for Christmas Eve. We often, in the past, she and I have made a nice meal together, and then I would stay over, and then we'd wake up on Christmas Day, right? And, you know, since my dad passed away, I, of course, like, want her to feel supported and feel like family's around her and that we love her. And it had nothing to do with that, right? Like, how can I tell her and let her know that, I still love her and support her, but I wasn't going to be there for Christmas this year. And so I had to tell her that, right? And she actually took it really well. I will give her full credit. I was probably, oftentimes we're more worried about how we think the other person is going to respond and we blow it way, at, you know, over-dramatize it. And she took it great. She was like, okay, Right. And I came from it from a place of like, this is really an integrity alignment for me. This is what I want to do. But I was willing to risk, you know, whatever judgment or disappointment or hurt she might feel when I did that. And I am so proud of myself that I did. I would have been there for the whole weekend if I had gone with the shoulds gone with the rules, quote unquote, that I need to be around family for Christmas and you don't spend it alone. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, if I had lived with that, I would have been there and I would have been very resentful. I would have been wishing I had done it differently. I probably would not have been the most loving and the best person to be around. So my family got the best version of me because I was supporting myself. And yeah, I was breaking some rules and it was awesome. So hopefully that's just a small example where you can think about, hmm, maybe I say no to that fundraiser, that bake sale, or I say no to that project that somebody's trying to dump on me at work, right? Or maybe I say no to that family event so that I can say yes to me. So I can say yes to what is most important in my life, right? Whatever those priorities are. So your homework this week, this weekend, is to just see if you can notice where anytime you say, I should do this, I really should do that. Ugh, I should do that. I have to do that. Notice when those words come up, and we are going to remind ourselves to stop shooting all over our lives. That the shoulds may be the place where you actually shouldn't. And you get to decide. I'm not saying you can't do the things that you quote unquote should and love it and have it be an integrity, but just do it on purpose. You're not going to be the best version of yourself if you just do all the things that society and your family and all the thems who have set some rules have imposed on you. And what if you said no to one of those things? 
and he didn't make it mean anything about you if they get upset. And just start with something small, right? You don't need to do a huge family thing. Start with little tiny things. Maybe it's just even like, I don't like that outfit. I don't want to do that little thing. I don't like that music, right? You get to decide and say, there are no rules. Let me know how it goes. And maybe you're going to have some more things coming up. And if you want support with how to actually say no with love and letting go of the worry about judgment or doing it better, I would love to support you. Go to reinventioncoach.co to learn more about coaching with me as your reinvention coach. You can drop me a line through email and then we'll get on a powerful coaching call. Until next time, have an amazing week.